You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you're managing to keep your spirits up as we reach the first full week of furlough. Now, this week, the government announced that the furlough scheme, or what is commonly called the Coronavirus Job Retention Scheme, well, the government announced that the scheme will now be extended to the 31st of March 2021. So right off the bat, this announcement took everyone by surprise because as discussed in last week's podcast, we had only just had the resurrection of the furlough scheme. So to see the return of furlough and to then find the scheme will be extended into another four months was a real turnaround because of course the furlough scheme is the most financially generous of all the job protection schemes the government has launched because it guarantees employees 80% of their weekly or monthly salary. So move on a week and we've had a number of inquiries from people who feel that their employers are asking them to go above and beyond their expected roles and responsibilities and that employers are using the impact of COVID to justify this behaviour. For us at Employment Rights Online, we saw this as an inevitable consequence really. However, Even we were surprised at the speed with which employers were able to come up with innovative ways to extract additional pounds of flesh out of their staff. What are we talking about? Let's explain. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'll remember that in podcast 17, we spoke about three different types of furlough fraud. In the main, In episode 17, we explored how employers were able to dupe HMRC and commit furlough fraud by claiming furloughed pay for workers who were not furloughed and also claiming furloughed pay for ghost workers. And ghost workers are workers who had left the company. So following exposure of this fraud, through a couple of high-profile furlough cases, employers got a little wise to the whole you're not allowed to work during furlough thing and have now begun to pressurise workers in other ways. So what we are now seeing is employers who have staff on furlough and who know that their staff should not be doing work for the company but now asking staff to volunteer in the company. That way, if staff are volunteering, they are not doing paid work for the company and employers believe they are not classed as breaking any of the furlough rules. But is this fair? Employees are reporting that some bosses are breathing down their neck with an expectation that they should volunteer. 
and other staff are reporting that the time they spend volunteering for their companies is in some cases longer than the paid hours they used to work, with their employers expecting them to log on to systems at home from early in the morning until way past their contract hours in the evening. Employees report being told that they're expected to help out securing new business for the company to get the company through the furlough period and to make sure there is a company for them to come back to. And other employees are reporting that they're feeling threatened by their bosses who say things like, we'll remember who helped out and who didn't making employees feel intimidated about joining the volunteer effort when in real terms, employees are made to feel that there is nothing voluntary about what's being asked of them. Instead, what is expected of them is being called voluntary, but it feels like work in every other sense of the experience, with the only difference being that employees are not being paid for the work they are doing. Okay, so we know that coercive expectations about volunteering are going on. But what are the rules about this? Firstly, once your employer places you on furlough, you cannot do any work for the company or the organisation or the business. And as a furloughed employee, you must not do any work or provide any services to your employer that will make your employer money for the business. So your employer asking you to come back to work to volunteer in the same or similar pre-lockdown role is in fact a breach of the furlough rules at worst. And at best, is definitely not in keeping with the spirit of the furlough rules. If your employer is caught expecting you to volunteer in roles that make money for the company, this would likely invalidate your employer's access to furlough money and could also lead to a court prosecution. Now, things are not as straightforward if you work in a charity. It's well known that charities depend largely on volunteers to deliver key services and to keep organisations going. That said, the same rules apply here and people who have been furloughed cannot be expected to come back to work and volunteer their services, even if this does keep the organisation going. In both these cases, the advice from government is that if there is a genuine volunteering opportunity for employees, employees should try and take up those opportunities in different companies or organisations and employees should be looking to volunteer in roles that are entirely different from their paid roles. That way there is distance between the employees paid roles and the genuine volunteering roles employees may wish to take up during lockdown. And this type of volunteering is seen as something positive that your employer could do for you. Your employer could help you find volunteering opportunities in different companies or organisations and using a different skill set in your paid role, which could help with your emotional well-being. But in the main, the key thing you need to ensure that your employer has in mind 
If your employer is looking at volunteering as an option for you during this current lockdown, is that your employer should be offering you opportunities and options, not putting you under obligations. And what that means is that your employer should not be asking you to volunteer in the same business or organisation where you have been furloughed. Because if that happens, then you are not being given an option or an opportunity. You are being given an obligation. So if this is happening to you, you will need to raise a grievance about your treatment. And it's important that you do this Because if your employer decides to take action against you because you didn't volunteer, you may then have grounds to pursue your employer through your complaint and later on through an employment tribunal. If you need help with lodging a grievance, there are some helpful grievance documents at the end of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. All you need to do is scroll down and tap see more where you see it at the end of the notes and that will open up some links for you which you can either press if they're live or copy and paste them into your search engine. And those links will take you to some grievance template letters and a grievance step-by-step document which will help you to track what you need to do to lodge your grievance. And that's it for this week. We hope you find something useful that you can work with in this week's episode. And please remember to let others know we are here by sharing our content and leaving us a review about the podcast on iTunes. And you can actually leave the review anywhere else where you're listening to this podcast and where your provider allows you to leave a review. We'd love you to share your views with us and tell us what you think about the podcast. Remember, you can refer to the show notes where you're listening to this podcast for any additional information you may need. Until next week, thanks for listening. Have a great week.